Afterlife with Brent and Jeff. Now let's get out there and melt some faces! This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. I am Jeff. I am Brent. And we are here for another great episode. We're already predicting it. We're laying it on the line there. Now we have to live up to the expectation. We're going to be in James chapter 5 tonight. Um, our second to last episode in our James series. I think it's episode 9. Can you believe that? I, I can't. I can't believe it. It's we took such a detailed tour through the book of James that we took five chapters and turned it into 10 episodes. Yeah. That's but how sweet has, has this episode, um, this series been? It's been really sweet to just kind of settle into James and uh, see what God had for us here. And uh, he's got two two more episodes that he wants to tell us something in and just bless our hearts. So keep you'll want to keep it locked right here for sure for sure we got a lot of great music tonight and um we're just excited about the list living on a prayer tonight talking about prayer um as the end of uh, james chapter five gets into and that's what the topic is and um, we just want to welcome anyone who's listening to the altar life for the first time tonight um you're like you were listening to something whatever was before this and when this radio program started, and you're like, what is this? So if you want to check out more about who we are, what this uh, this radio program is about, you can go to www.thealterlife.com. And hey, you're like, hey, I missed some of those James episodes. Maybe I should kind of catch up. You can do that, um, as well as just read some stuff about what our hearts are for this program. And uh, we hope you're blessed, and we hope you... This isn't the last time you listen to The Altar Life. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll do our best to make that not the case. Uh, but we're just looking forward to having a good night with everyone. And uh, Jeff, you know, James just kicks it off with, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. And tonight, I don't know where anyone's at tonight, um, but right off the bat, an encouragement, right to start off, you know, first time we're talking on this radio program before we play any music and the, we read the first verse and he's already saying, if you're suffering tonight pray you know god does things through prayer and prayer is such an interesting thing in that we always feel like we're telling god all this stuff that he doesn't know uh like god remember me (laughs) and in fact he already knows everything that's going on in our lives and he wants us to start talking to him about it so he has the opportunity to talk to us um about where our lives are at and um we're in james chapter 5 where he begins, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. And for me, I always feel like people suggest like, hey, well, have you prayed about it? And I'm like, ha, isn't that quaint? You isn't know? that the Christian thing yeah. to say? Isn't that great? Like, Or, uh, you know, well, uh, let's pray about it. I'm like, yeah, that's all well and good. But like, don't, shouldn't we read up on something? Or shouldn't we get like this situation for dummies book so that we can actually hands-on fix the problem or whatever it is? Isn't that like such a prideful man-made solution right there is to act like prayer is like a last resort. It should be our first inclination. <laughs> you know, he says, is anybody suffering? Pray. That's what you should do. You shouldn't do anything else. You shouldn't shake a shakama, shake and like throw like crazy stuff and like do a dance. You should pray. You, should, you know, if there's problems and you're, you know, people go, I mean, like they go to like their doctors and they're for all you tribal people out there. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. okay yeah, like to go to like their voodoo Buddhist blah, blah, blues. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to find answers from like some like self-help Swami. <laughs> yeah. Or the <laughs> Dalai Lama. And it's like, just pray, let him pray. Yeah. And, uh, it's interesting because it's prayer, but you know, at the same time, you know, James also talked about be men of action, 
And um, it's the balance between obeying the Lord and don't just cop out and say, oh, I'm praying about it. You know, <laughs> we think it's like humiliating to like get on our knees and pray. Like, oh, what? I'd humble myself in such a way? Yeah. We'd already talked about that in chapter four. Go back and listen. <laughs> go to <laughs> turn off the radio. Go listen to chapter four when we talked about that. <laughs> and then next week, this this episode will be back up online. Sure. So you can listen to it, catch up that way. But, um, you know, begging is not a bad thing when it comes to God because God has everything. If you want to be a beggar, be a beggar in the kingdom of God. You can quote me on that. Make the t-shirt. I don't know. I probably stole it from somebody, but, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like a lot of times we, we don't depend on our prayer life with God. And that's what, you know, it's kind of a, you know, tongue in cheek title as most of our titles are living on a prayer. Ha ha Bon Jovi. But, um, we should be living on a prayer. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, you know, that song is more like, Oh, you know, the last resort, like we're just living on a wing of a prayer, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. But we should be living on the prayer life that we have. That should be our driving force. Yeah, and what's prayer? Prayer is like com- communi- communication with God. It's two ways. It's not like so often we think prayer and we think, okay, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, you know, and uh, we, we did our thing before dinner and we... God is great. Yeah, or it's <laughs> like, now I lay me down to sleep and pray my soul, soul, my Lord, or pray this, whatever. Lord <laughs> See, keep- it's not a genuine prayer, so it's just a big yeah, repetition. Like, blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't, you know, it's kind of like the check the box thing we do as Christians. Like, oh, let's pray, you know. Let's just pray about it. You know, before we start our church services, oh, let's pray, you know. And, and you know what? That's all genuine, but the prayer should be genuine. It's like, let's all stand up and just repeat our Father who art in heaven because we know how to say the words. And it doesn't mean anything. But, you know, James says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. You know, you know, it's talking about the sick and what to do when you're when you're in a bad straits. Like call the elders over and just seek the Lord. But really, who is the only one that can do these amazing things? <laughs> Who's the only one that can heal the sick? Who is the only one that could... Uh, raise the dead and um, you know put the Pharisees in their place and like who 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 was the one that did all that as we read through the Bible you know it's Jesus it's God Almighty who has the power you know and um, so often we're just stuck you know in our own selves and we don't look up that was pray to God by dogs of peace simple as that let's just shut our Bibles and go home um, pray to God, y'all. And uh, the second thing you should do is go to our website, www.thealterlife.com. As we had said, you can catch up on the James series. You're like, oh, episode nine. What? I just found out about this show. Well, don't fear. Have no fear. The Altar Life is here. And we are here to encourage you through the reading of God's word and playing awesome, awesome music, including the likes of Stellar Cart, Need to Breathe. Story Side B, Toby Mac, etc., etc., and uh, you know this topic is—it's going to hit home for all of us. You know, it's—it's it's something we all need work in. We don't pray enough, and I know when I'm praying and I'm just saying things, and when I'm actually genuinely praying, I can feel the difference. And that's what we're talking about tonight: prayer in James chapter five. And um, 
You know, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. You know, it's interesting. The You know, it's, it's giving you a picture of the body of Christ here. It's interesting when you look at, you know, if you, and I'm just kind of making this real, you know, in, in your body, you know, the folks that are in your church that are that are sick, that are broken down. Uh, maybe you're that person tonight and you're broken down and, you know, you just see a great picture of how the elders of the church coming around and laying hands on the sick and seeking the Lord as everyone seeks the Lord together with requests of healing and requests of God exerting his power um, on behalf of those he loves. And um, and it goes on about sin and, and forgiveness of sin and how important it is as a part of a body to... Um, you know, to be so transparent with God and with each other that you're confessing, you know, your sins with each other, you know, as a, as a body and praying together and laying hands on each other. And, you know, wow, the picture here is so, is so clean, <laughs> you know, it's so just transparent and open before God. And isn't that what prayer is? I mean, prayer isn't that just God, here I am. It's opening up yourself to what God has for you. Um, and it's opening yourself up to the Lord so he can do something. Yeah, I think just on a side note, you know, I feel like uh, this passage, the focus is on prayer. But a lot of times I think people twist what this says and they yeah. get the kind of like skewed doctrines when they say like, well, the prayer of faith will save the sick. Meaning if you pray over somebody that's sick and they don't get healed, it's because you don't have faith. Yeah. You know, they, they and then they say then they tie it into like, well, you have to confess your sins in order to be healed. Meaning if you're sick, it's because you have sin in your life. Yeah. You know, they take those parts, but those aren't the, you know, the in the language, I'm sure the emphasis isn't on those things. The emphasis is on the approach and the prayer and our relationship with God in those times and how to focus. Not, don't, basically you say, don't rely on men to fix this. Go yeah. to God. God is yeah. the one. It's all about God. Like, you know, men love to find ways to make people feel bad <laughs> and that's not one of them. All right, that was an excellent song, Relying K, for the moments I feel faint. What an encouraging song that is. If you're going through something tonight, um, just to remind ourselves and how much God can change things <laughs> and how weak we are and how strong he is and our weakness is. Um, but what a great song. Anyway, you know, continuing on, we're talking about James here. and We're talking about prayer and the body of Christ opening up corporately with the, with each other and before the Lord and um, how sweet how blessed must God be when he sees you know a body of believers together just transparent with their hearts open confessing sin and um, you know just laying themselves out and saying God do with me what you want you know you know I'm sick you know I'm weak you created me you've allowed these things to happen in my life. So Lord, I give that back to you and say, do what you want, Lord. You, It's up to you. And just to have that hard attitude um, in prayer. And, you know, it kind of goes into what the last part of that verse, it says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Man, the effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man. You know, how are you a righteous man tonight if you're hiding things from God? 
the Ultra Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Ultra Life. With Brent. Does someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. You're unbelievable. The Ultra Life. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was Seek You by 80, and it's time for our unbelievable segment tonight. And it gets hard. You know, we get up to 170-plus episodes to think of things that are unbelievable. But you know what? It never fails. We find another unbelievable thing. And tonight, it is the... <laughs> I can't even keep this your uh, Might be ahead of your time, kids that are listening. But, uh, it's kind of like a back to the future kind of thing. The, the overhyped futuristic technology that never came to be, which was virtual reality. Yeah. Everything. Movies. Everything was supposed Video to be. games. You're supposed to be able to put that little headset on, and it was going to be like you were there. <laughs> and it never never materialized or dematerialized or whatever it was considered. Yeah. Virtual reality. What happened? At least not in the format that they sold it to. They sold us on it. Like, you know, putting the glasses on, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, all you got to do is, like, move your hand and like your hand moves in the screen and like you can be in this virtual world like this virtual donkey kong world where, yeah. <laughs> that's like pong yeah it's like where oh. grids yeah. <laughs> tons of grids like black screen bright green yeah like in the in the night early 90s or whatever like that like in all the movies like that was what the rich kids like had <laughs> like you know that some some rich kid who's a brat like in some sweater vest sitting up and like in his Video virtual reality gaming console. He throw it on his bed, Mom. <laughs> come on, Bob. Just don't play some more. Then, meanwhile, Frederick, his robot that talked and had a mind of its own, would come in and like bring a yeah. lunch. Whatever happened to robots? <laughs> we were supposed to have all these robots helping us do things around the house. They were supposed to be our loyal servants. I'm still cleaning. I'm still cleaning my own toilet. <laughs> come on, where's the robot that does it for me? Dad, it's just funny to think about all. Uh, you know, it's we talk about virtual reality, but really, it's just the. How we try to predict what the future is going to hold, right? And, like, it, and it's so glaringly obvious when you go back and watch a movie like ten years from now. Yeah, they're like, "Wow, we really <laughs> that thought, didn't happen." You know, like, Where are the hoverboards? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's supposed to be in 2015. That's only four years away. <laughs> I haven't seen where's any my, hover technology. Where's my flying car? I need one of those. Oh man, and Jaws. It's not going to get up to 20, like it said. It, but they do have virtual reality in Back to the Future too. They mm-hmm. talk about it. They show them using it, and they don't. Nobody has that. No. I, was, I think of movies like War Games, stuff like that, where there's like this computer technology, and we're nowhere near it. And but the funny thing is, is the way they portray it so much better movies, now. Yeah. yeah, it's like text <laughs> like comes up. It's like, what would you like to play? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, you have to type. This something. is great. This is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, man, now I'm like I play the Wii, and I'm like, this looks like real life. I'm actually moving my body, and that's what's I'm actually golfing. doing it. It's right awesome. <laughs> anyway, anyway. That, that's a good unbelievable. Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Rebecca St. James with, you guessed it, Pray. <laughs> <laughs> that's the topic of our show tonight, Living on a Prayer. And we picked pretty much every song that had the word pray in it. That we owned. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know there's so many songs about prayer. I was a little nervous. I was like, man, maybe maybe artists don't sing about prayer enough. 
but there's quite a few, and we're happy to have them featured in our show. And we're happy that you tuned in tonight. This is hour two of the Altar Life episode titled Living on a Prayer, and we're in James chapter 5, part 9 of our James series. Thanks a lot for listening tonight. Don't forget to check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. We left off in verse 16, where um, we said the key verse, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Translation, if you pray a lot and you have a right heart towards God, lots of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, the right Avails much. That's like, it's kind of like that new King James jargon, but avails much basically means get stuff done. <laughs> yeah, the righteous man, too. A lot profits out of it, yeah. The righteous man. So, like, the unrighteous man who prays a lot because he has a miss... <laughs> Because he wants to satisfy, get all the stuff that he is asking for for his own pleasures, um, doesn't get much because God doesn't reward the selfishness of our hearts. So, um, you know, it's a good a good opportunity when you're praying for things to just think, you know, Lord, here's what I want. But Lord, ultimately, whenever you pray for a considerable amount of time, you get to the point where you stop saying, "Well, here's what I want." You start asking God for what He wants, <laughs> and. Um, and that's what amazing thing about prayer is that he changes our hearts to point the right direction. The altar life. Seeing isn't believing. With Brent and Jeff. Believing is seeing. You know, moving on, Elijah was a man. You know, it's cool. James, like, brings in an Old Testament guy to, exam- to exemplify what he's talking about with prayer. And he kind of pulls out Elijah and he says, you know, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. But the, the cool part about that, it just kind of takes away our excuses. Because he says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He had a sinful human nature like us. And he was able to pray and look what God did through his prayer. Yeah, I mean... It's it's amazing to think about that because we read these Bible heroes as we call them, and we we forget that they were. If you think of like if it was Brent for me, like sitting across from Brent and Brent, it's really God put on his heart to pray for something, and God granted him that request. Bam, like that. I'd be like, what? I wouldn't be writing, you know, in years to come. Like, and Brent, a man with nature like mine, <laughs> prayed earnestly for that car, and be. It would behooved him to continue. You know, it, you, we we look at this and we're like, oh, that's just you know, that's history, that's fables, or that's you know, over time it's been increased and make it sound really good, but really it wasn't really that big a deal. Or we do the exact opposite. Like Elijah was not a normal person. Yeah. For crying out loud, a chariot of fire came up, picked him up. That wouldn't happen to me. How do you know? Yeah. What if it did? What if we prayed earnestly for anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't remember the last time where I can honestly look in the mirror and say, I'm praying earnestly for that, like night and day. And I, my heart is right. I'm right. I feel righteous before God. You know, obviously, God sees Jesus' blood and washes away our sins, but we know when we're right with God and when we're yeah. not. So when we sit down and we start praying for things and our hearts, our motives, whatever, God cuts through all that stuff. So we may think, hey, we're praying in earnestly for something, but God knows our heart. And, uh, you know, it's a challenge tonight to, to say, how do we get to be this righteous man that is that just that, a man that can pray and the rain stops for three and a half years and then can pray again and it starts to rain again? That's an unbelievable testimony 
And it's something that's really hit it. Like I said, it's a challenge that we can be that way. We can have that power and we hold it in our in our relationship with God. We just need to choose to use it. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. And um, one thing I think is interesting about this Elijah example is that, you know, he prayed for something and God re- granted his request. And I've had situations in my own life where I prayed for things and God did not grant my request <laughs> the way I thought I wanted him to. And, um, and sometimes he gave me something way better than what I had asked for. Um, in some cases, he kind of put the whole thing on hold or just said no. And I was thankful that I didn't have it at the end because he showed me why he said no. But ultimately, you know, our prayer lives should be one that lets God know where we're at and lets him change our minds. Because you know what? We can't see the end of what our lives. He can't. We can't see all the amazing things he has for us. And we need to trust in that and the faith that comes with believing God loves us that much that he would bless our lives. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the Ultra Life. They rock! That was Stephanie Smith, new music, Waiting on You. And uh, a great topic tonight, prayer. How many of you, let's see a show of hands, can say that you are satisfied with your prayer life? Uh, Liars. Yeah. Liars. <laughs> Put your hands back on the wheel. <laughs> you hear these cars, horns. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, if they raise their hands, they're all hypocrites anyway. <laughs> it's true. Um, I'm not. You know, I I can say that I do pray probably more than I give myself credit for. You know, I I do pray on a throughout the day for different things, whatever. But usually, it's a very selfish prayer. It's like, help me get through this today. <laughs> it's like get me uh, out of here. Get me to work on time. Make the <laughs> clock go faster. Get this idiot off the road in front of me. <laughs> you know, those are the <laughs> prayers that probably fill up my day um you know but i i pray and more recently I, I would guess i said that i pray more for my attitude about things because i can get really uh really cynical really judgmental and really depressed about things when they're not going my way when things are are difficult or uh when things get monotonous and it's the same thing all the time i have a hard time seeing what god has for me in that and i can say that those prayers have been you know offered up very <laughs> with fervency, I guess you would say. Um, but God's answered because I've had a, a peace and a joy over these last few weeks, and it's been noticeable in others too. I've had people comment like, "Man, you you know, you seem like you're in a lot better mood than you usually are." Translation: You're usually in a crappy mood, <laughs> and what's <laughs> happening, you know? And it's just funny because even in little things like that, like my mood, God answers prayer. Yeah. How much yeah. more the things that we really fervently ask him for you know and not just the material things not just like that i need a new job or that i need this or that it's like the things that are going to affect our relationship with him you know let's find those things and say god you know even being a righteous man you know like we're like well if i'm righteous then he's going to answer my prayers well pray that god would weed out anything that makes you unrighteous you know as far as our prayer life's concerned and you know you can begin there there's a laundry list. You'll be praying for a long time, I'm sure. Totally. So you can't yeah. say that you don't have anything to pray for because we're not we're not there yet. And um, living a life of prayer that's without ceasing is what God encourages to do throughout Scripture. You know, it's not hey, I'll talk to you later. Relationship. You know what I mean? It's a continuous walk. You know, I, 
Jeff, as you were talking that last segment, I was just thinking about, and I was thankful. I'm just so thankful that James here didn't just give us the example of Elijah. And, and I'm glad he wrote in here about the whole, the body part of it. You know, like this is, I mean, for me tonight, the reading about the elders and when you're sick, pray. And when you're cheerful, sing psalms. And like, it's almost like, doesn't matter what mood you're in, prayer is what it's about. <laughs> Whether you're happy or sad or sick or suffering or, and, and it's also about not just a personal, like, you know what, just get in your prayer closet. It is about that. But it's also about the body and how we should be praying for each other and interceding for each other um, and praying together. You know, how often do we not, um, you know, there's so many people that try to get along by sharing common experiences and, you know, trying to agree to disagree and all those things. What would happen if we just started praying together and see as we're, our hearts are now focused on the Lord and we're all pointing in the same direction spiritually through prayer? How much God can use the body of Christ and the churches, our churches today, to impact our communities. You know, if we're all together praying for the same thing and looking to the Lord together, some of the stuff that's a personal agenda stuff just falls to the wayside. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. My prayer by Adam Watts, and our prayer is that you want to pray after hearing this episode about prayer. Um... And that you pray right now, even as you're listening and you're like, man, I pray for Brent and Jeff, that they'll make it to episode 172 <laughs> next <laughs> week, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, we're just really thankful that we've gotten this far. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And, we should like uh, close the night out in prayer tonight. I think so. That'd be cool. Like, be really it's always, good. how often do you hear people pray on the air? How cool is that to be able to pray on the airwaves? Yeah. Not planned. No. <laughs> Not at all. Brent just threw this yeah, at me. I just threw it at you. Um, so before we do that, you know, the housekeeping stuff, we're closing out the night with Pray for Rain by PFR, which is totally appropriate considering we're talking about Elijah and what he prayed for, which was the rain to stop and to start again. And God rewarded him because he was a righteous man. And, you know, he he's a great example. We go back and read this story of Elijah and the things that he did and how God brought him a chariot of fire to give him a ride home. And... Uh, <laughs> He's like, hey, you going this way? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we hope, you know, all kidding aside, we hope that each one of us focuses a little bit more on our prayer life, yep. a lot more. And uh, until then, uh, we're going to say a prayer. So, God, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you that we have the opportunity to talk on the air, Lord. And I pray that anyone who's listening tonight would just be encouraged to seek you more, to lift their hearts to you, God. And I pray for our churches around the globe, Lord, that your people would pray, Lord, and seek your face and that you would do amazing things through us as we seek you, God. And um, Lord, we just give you every person, every soul, Lord, you know where we're all at, who's suffering, who's cheerful, Lord, who's sick. And Lord, may we just lift our hearts to you. And God, may you do amazing things through us, Lord. Um, and teach us how to pray. Teach us how to be that righteous man who fervently and effectively seeks you. And uh, God, we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. Period. Period.